I'm starting to hate your scrum. That was the opening line from someone in a LinkedIn post, someone in our Microsoft Business Apps community. I'm going to spend the rest of this episode tearing down his posts because I don't think he's got a clue what he's talking about. I don't think he knows much about Scrum. His posts are riddled with misinformation and inaccuracies. Let's set the record straight. Hi, I'm Neil Benson from Customary, and you're listening to the Amazing Applications Podcast. You'll find show notes and a transcript and resources for this episode at amazingapps.show slash 135. My mission with this show is to help you slash your budgets, shrink your timelines, mitigate technical risks, and build amazing Dynamics 365 and power platform applications that everyone loves. One of the ways I'd like to help you do that is by adopting an agile approach like Scrum when you're building complex, uh, mission-critical, or enterprise business apps. I've been building Dynamics 365 apps with Scrum since 2008. I'm a certified Scrum Master with Scrum Alliance and a professional Scrum Master and professional product owner with Scrum.org. I'm not a, a certified Scrum trainer or a professional Scrum trainer, but I have taught the Scrum framework to thousands of business apps professionals since I launched Customer Academy in 2017. I'm going to call him Remy. Remy has been a freelance business apps developer for 10 years and has over 20 years experience as a developer, analyst, and architect. Remy's posts remind me of the movie review that someone wrote about June. One star, too much sand. If you're going to review Denis Villeneuve's 2021 movie adaptation of Frank Herbert's classic science fiction book, June, you better have seen the movie. And it'll also help if you've read the book. It's set on a desert planet, and it features sandworms, and there are sand miners harvesting spice from this sand. And there is a desert tribe wearing still suits to recycle water from their bodies. You better believe it's got sand. Remy recently published three LinkedIn posts about Scrum. The first lines were, I'm starting to hate Scrum. I use Kanban instead of Scrum. Much simpler. And get rid of the product owner. He might as well have yelled, too much sand. Every day someone posts something like, I hate Scrum. My Amazing Apps episode for my podcast, episode 44 from 2020, is called Agile is Dead, based on a blog article with a similar title. But I don't think I've seen a post like this one from one of our fellow Dynamics 365 and Power Platform makers before. So first I was intrigued and then I became outraged. In the first article, there's a lot of nonsense like it's become a project methodology for managers to control the team. And the meetings become useless because everyone is already informed. Really? Uh, an endless treadmill where refactoring and experimentation slowly dies. Then Remy concludes, Scrum is starting to limit teams. It needs fewer rules. It should become Kanban. I'm not sure if Remy has ever read the Scrum Guide. Whenever I challenged him, he threw up the old so if Scrum's not working, it's not Scrum? Defense, you know, passive-aggressive way to throw back at somebody. Scrum has got three pillars, five values, three accountabilities, five events, three artifacts, and each of those artifacts has got a commitment. There are 25 things in the Scrum Guide, 
and it's in, described in just 13 pages. It's a lightweight framework, not a prescriptive methodology. Kanban is another popular agile approach. I'm not a, a Kanban practitioner, so forgive me if I overstep myself here. Kanban has three change management principles, three service management principles, and six general practices. There are 18 things in Kanban. Kanban University describes it as a management method that should be applied to an existing process. And it's neatly described in the official Kanban guide that's 14 pages long. <laughs> Seriously, the Kanban guide is a little longer than the Scum guide, but I have to admit, it's prettier and it's got diagrams as well. In his comments in his LinkedIn post, Remy goes on to say that his issues aren't with Scrum, but with the way that managers hide behind the Scrum methodology and don't adopt the mindset. I'm not sure what he means, since the agile mindset required to successfully apply Scrum and Kanban are the same. Those are the agile principles and values in the Agile Manifesto. In his second post, Remy says, I'll use Kanban instead of Scrum. Much simpler. He goes on to say that if you remove two things, just two things from Scrum, then you have Kanban. Sprints and tasks. Well, Remy, tasks aren't part of Scrum. <laughs> if you've added tasks into Scrum, and it is a framework, so you're welcome to add things to it, but if you've added tasks to Scrum and then you remove them, you're left with Scrum. Scrum, though, does have sprints. I'll give you that. Sprints are a time box within which we plan some work, we get the work done, and we review the work with our stakeholders. Kanban doesn't have sprints, but it does limit work in a similar way. The Kanban practice is called Limit Work in Progress, WIP, and it has WIP limits that are used in a pool system. Kanban and Scrum both limit WIP. Kanban uses WIP limits, Scrum uses the sprint backlog to achieve the same result, and that is to try and balance the utilization of individual team members with the flow of work through the team. Kanban also has feedback loops called cadences. It has meetings like the daily team Kanban meeting, the bi-weekly or monthly team retrospective, and a weekly or as-needed internal team replenishment meeting. Kanban's cadences fit so well together with Scrum's sprints and events that lots of Scrum teams combine Scrum and Kanban together. Scrum.org has professional Scrum with Kanban courses and certifications if you want to find out more. Remy, if you're going to compare Scrum with Kanban, it might help if you understand a little bit more about both. Certainly, if you remove sprints from Scrum, you're not left with Kanban. That's like saying if you remove the sand from Dune, you're left with Star Wars, although <laughs> Star Wars has got sand in it too. In his third post, Remy takes a dig at product owners. I've worked with some awesome product owners, and I believe their role is underrated and undervalued by most Microsoft customers and partners. Remy seems to recognize what's required to be a great product owner. He says they need domain knowledge and a passion for the deliverables and making it better for the users. I'd agree with that. Remy also asserts that they need to be great at requirements analysis and have technical skills too. That's not been my experience. The developers can help with requirements analysis and have the solution expertise. Getting rid of product owners and replacing them with product managers 
is Remy's suggestion to fix the problem. Product owner is too confusing. Product manager is perfectly clear, right? <laughs> None of the amazing product owners I've worked with have had a product owner job title or a product manager job title for that matter. In fact, product owner isn't a job title. In Scrum, it's an accountability given to someone with the vision and decision-making authority to build an amazing application. The product owners I've worked with are operations directors or VPs of customer service or regional managers or heads of sales or chief financial officers. They have line of business experience, decision-making authority and vision. Calling them a product manager or expecting them to have a product manager job title or profession isn't going to help almost all of the Microsoft customers deploying Dynamics 365 or Power Platform apps. People with those job titles, with a product manager job title, don't exist in most Microsoft customer organizations. Okay, so Remy has some ideas about Scrum that I don't agree with. I want to share my feedback with you because I think his ideas are misplaced and he's spreading misinformation about a framework that I love and it's working well for thousands, maybe millions of teams worldwide, including lots of you and your Power Platform and Dynamics 365 teams, certainly all of mine. I reached out to Remy and offered to coach his team for three months at no cost. Or Remy could take my Scrum for Microsoft Business Apps course and get certified at my expense. He said, I don't have a hard time with Scrum. I have a hard time with managers that misuse Scrum. Thanks for the offer, but I have no need for it. Man, Remy, you are a textbook example of the Dunning-Kruger effect in full force. Good luck to you. Scrum isn't complicated, but achieving its full potential can be hard. If you're suffering from bad Scrum, like poor Remy, and given the comments in some of Remy's posts, there's a few of you. I've got lots of YouTube videos to help. I've published over 100 podcast episodes about Scrum and Microsoft business apps. I've created four training programs, some free and some paid. You're welcome to register for those at customary.academy. As I record this, the uh, Football World Cup finals are being played in Qatar. I haven't been watching because I don't play, I can't play football. Most people can't play and don't play football. But I can't deny that there are thousands of teams and millions of people who can and enjoy playing football and are scoring goals in football. Argentina scored three today. Sorry, sorry, Croatia. The best football teams spend time training and practicing, and they have coaches to help them identify where they could improve. Just like football, teams can score goals with Scrum. If you're not convinced, invest in Scrum training and find a better coach. If it still doesn't work, by all means, play a different game. But it's close-minded to say that Scrum doesn't work when you couldn't work with Scrum. Until next time, keep sprinting.